Yo, what's happening? It's your boy, I be the guy. Hey, and I'm Bella. And we are Black Fit Love, creators of the Effortless Weight Loss University, number one in sustainable weight loss, and the host of Fat Lives Matter. Fat Lives Matter is a weekly podcast for busy professionals who want to know how to lose weight without dieting or countless hours in the gym. If you are doing all the things but get little to no results, we are talking to you. The fitness industry has been lying to you. And we'll show you the easiest way to lose at least 30 pounds and keep it off forever without giving up the foods you love or stepping foot in the gym. Less time, more results. Let's get into it. The lie. I gained this weight so fast, but it's taken me forever to get it off. I've done all the stuff, but I'm not seeing the scale move. I only lost one pound this week. It's going to take me forever to lose 50. The truth. Hit it. Yo, what's happening? It's Abhi the God. And this is Bella Yamaya. And we are starting this week off like we always do with the fat stat of the week. And what I found, a stat from PubMed, from a study of, you know, a few thousands of people, the study showed that most people gain 5 to 10% of their initial body weight over a 10-year span. All right, I'll say that again. O- over a 10-year span, most people will gain 5 to 10% of their initial body weight, you know, 10 years prior, right? So let's, let's do some, some real math to make that make sense. Let's kind of do it in real time, I guess. Most people, uh, they, they, they see their first bout of weight gain, uh, what you call it, the freshman 15, right? Where you talk about going off to college or something like that. So when you're like 18, that's when you recognize like, Okay, I, I gain. I think I gained some weight, right? So let's say starting at eighteen, you are let's say one thirty. Ten percent of one thirty would be thirteen. So from eighteen to twenty eight, by the time you're about twenty eight to thirty years old, you will go from one thirty to one hundred and forty three pounds, uh, and then from twenty eight to thirty eight, if you do another ten percent of that, you'll be like one. 54, 55, six, like 156, right? 156 to 160. Um, and then you do 10% again, you at 176 by the time you are, what, 40? And then you do it again, going into your, your 50s, you're close to 200 pounds, right? Now, some of us, I might've started to weight a little bit too low, right? Nonetheless, but maybe maybe 150 probably was a better projection of what it looks like for many of you, specifically women, men, um, you could do the same thing. You can do the same math, but nonetheless, the data shows that people gain about five to ten percent uh, of their weight over a ten-year span every ten years. So let's just say the number is about you know ten pounds. What we have to realize is that the weight that you've gained, uh, I would assume you're in the range of thirty years old to maybe fifty. Mid, middle middle age, many of you are probably in a position to where you're like, man, I gained so much weight this year. Like I gained 40 pounds this year. I'm up 60 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that just happened over the summer, right? But the truth is what actually is happening is you are 
over sensationalizing, right? Or over exaggerating the true, your true experience. It's likely you didn't gain that 60 or 70 pounds over a three month period or over one summer or over one year. What you're experiencing is a very gradual and incremental weight gain over the years, starting with your young adulthood, right? When you're 18. And if you just continue to add eight, 10, 15 pounds every 10 years, right? That's how you look up in your thirties and your forties, right? And you're wondering in your fifties and you're wondering, how the hell did I get this big? And because you're magnifying the struggle for you, it seemed like it was a short, it was a short period when uh, in reality it happened gradually and incrementally. Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with how you feel. So your feelings, because we are creative beings and we create by nature and we're here on earth to create, you start focusing and emphasizing what you don't want. So every day that you wake up in the morning and you put on your clothes, you're like, oh, like this, oh, I got this stuff. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, ah, oh. then you like notice that you're in the car and it's a little tight. And then you notice you put the seatbelt on and you can't really turn around and get all the way up. You start coming up with ways to make it make sense to what you believe. So if you have a belief that says I'm overweight or I am too big or I'm fat or whatever that you say to yourself that makes you feel bad about it. Now, everything you see has to make sense again. So now you start noticing these little details that you didn't notice before because you have changed the belief about yourself. And that's what makes it so agonizing is because you don't want to be there. And so you start seeing the things that you don't want. And that makes it feel like that it just happened because you didn't really, you didn't feel that bad before. You're like, oh, like it was all right. And like, now you like feel bad about it so much so that now you think other people are thinking the thoughts that you're thinking when you, when you walk into a room or when you eat a meal or when you, you know, go out to dinner, you start thinking for other people because you feel that way. And when you start internalizing those feelings, it makes it seem like it's a lot all at once. But really, it's just about what you're telling yourself. If you can reverse those thoughts, and that's that we'll talk about that in the solution, but it's really about your feelings. Your feelings can magnify things so much. And like even kids, they'll like make up a whole story and be like, no, you you just fell, baby. No, like it was a big thing. And I fell like 10 feet off the thing. Like, did you see me? And my head bounced. And then when I rolled down, like, no, baby. Or order all the time. So we get this with our little one. Like it's, it's all the time. If we say no, mm-hmm. then we say no all the time. Like she forgets mm-hmm. the yes, you know, yesterday, can I go outside? Yes. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, that's that the night before, can I have ice cream? Yes. Uh, in the morning when she gets up, can I? Do? Yes. And then that afternoon, if she says, can I have, can I have this? No. no. You always say no. (laughs) And so it can be really detrimental to you to think this way because now you're thinking things like, and that's what it sounds like when you're talking about weight loss because it sounds like every time I eat, dot, 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 I gain weight. Every time I look at a piece of cake, I gain weight. Then every time I sniff, then you start talking about it so much so that you give yourself food anxiety. Now you can't even be around food or 
be around people doing anything because you feel a certain way about it because you've gotten so deep into what you don't want and your channel and your brain, the focus, wherever your energy, energy flows, energy goes there, right? Wherever your energy goes, energy flows too. So now you're fueling your body to do what? Gain weight. So now every time you eat, you're telling your cells, all trillion of them, to join in with you, the good fight of gaining weight and giving you things that you don't want. And so it's really, really important that you can, solution-wise, you got to change your belief about yourself. Nothing is wrong with you. It's just you being aware that, hey, I don't like this anymore. I want something different. What am I doing right now? that can help me go to a place where I like in my body? What, what, what can I do? And what do I want to continue doing throughout my life to do that? And I'm okay with not having it happen today or tomorrow because it didn't happen overnight. And I know that rationally it didn't happen overnight. So what, what thoughts serve you? Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to hop in and throw that in there. Like we spend so much time thinking about the thoughts that don't serve us and don't align with our desired outcome, that it becomes frustrating and paralyzing. You know, so it's like, here's the thing. Does that thought serve you? Like if you're trying to lose weight and your primary thought is I gain weight fast, that doesn't serve you. You get what I'm saying? Like that doesn't, that thought doesn't help you. You know I mean, let's say that that's true. Let's say, let's say, even though it's not, let's say that that thought is true you continuously dwelling on that and you continuously bringing that up and you continuously mentioning it and you continuously thinking about it and you continuously saying it. My thing is, how does it serve you? Right. Here's a perfect example. You know, I like to use sports because it's a scoreboard. Sports are one of the things where it's a scoreboard. You got to, you know, the the team that scores the most wins. Right. But nonetheless, let's just say someone trying to get to the NBA. Now, statistically, y'all know we're, we're de- we like data. We love data. Statistically, it's a low chance of anybody with that dream actually making it. But here's my thing. Uh, if that is someone's dream and their desired outcome, how does that help them get any closer to their dream by saying over and over again, only point zero 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 one person is going to make it. And it's probably not going to be me. Because I'm black and I'm short. You might as well just give up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that thought process is not going to get you any closer to your desired outcome. So whether it be true or not, you know, again, like Bella said, where in, where your energy goes, things flow. You know what I'm saying? So try to think about something productive. And the beautiful thing about this is that most of your thoughts are counterproductive. When it comes when I say this it comes to weight loss, your thoughts are actually what's counterproductive the reality actually works in your favor, right? So what I mean by that is the data shows like your thoughts is telling you that you gain weight fast, but the data in the reality says that you don't. It's literally harder to gain weight than it is to lose weight. Sit with that for a second. Again, that's another one of those things. Man, there's no way. I'm telling you right now, biologically, it is harder to gain weight than it is to lose weight. Catch what I'm pitching. Hear me out really quick. Here's why. If we were to tie you to a chair and you couldn't move, you would still burn calories. If you couldn't do anything, if you couldn't put any food in your mouth, 
you would still be burning calories, which would eventually lead to weight loss. It literally takes more work to gain weight than it does to lose it because you actually have to get up, grab food and put it in your mouth for you to even get to a point to where you could gain weight. So all things created equal, all things uh, foundationally, you burn calories and you don't even have to ask your body to do it. The solution. Check this out. And this is a trigger warning. This is a trigger for anybody who has food anxiety as well, because then when you hear like the don't eat part, then you also take that and because you're at an extreme space in your brain, you also can take that and say, okay, well, I'm not going to eat or, okay, well, I'm going to like exercise a lot. And so get out of the extreme survival mode and just go for what feels good. Let the expectations go. That's the first solution. The second solution is if you do want to eat and you want to eat foods that you feel like if you were to be emotional or if you were to feel like you were too tired or too stressed to monitor exactly what's going in your mouth, you should eat fruit. And that's for everybody. That's for diabetics. That's for everybody. You should eat fruit because they're one hydrating and they're two going to give you nutrients and they're three. You can eat more of it. You can eat like half a pineapple for like 300 calories. So go ahead and eat a whole one. You're going to be super full and you're going to feel like your bowels are regular. You're going to have energy because it's coming from the earth and it's a, it's a food that's alive. And you're not going to feel bad about eating a lot of it or measuring it because it's not necessary. You're not going to gain weight from eating strawberries. I promise you're not going to gain weight from eating apples or grapes. And you might have a more pleasant experience with being free to eat as much as you want without the anxiety behind what it is that you're eating. Is it enough protein? Is it this and that? Just eat fruit. Your skin is going to look great. You're going to feel good. And you're not going to have to worry about sniffing it to gain weight. I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to do y'all because y'all know that's true, right? That, that That's true. We First of all, we say that on every episode, right? Like eat real food. We, we know that. But I'm going to do you one better just again to free the shackles. You can eat anything and still lose weight, like period. Like that's just the truth, right? Our law says eat real food. Uh, you know, law number one of the seven laws of weight loss says eat real food uh, because it is nutrient dense and it doesn't have a lot of calories, right? First of all, you should just be eating food that was created by the most high. That should be the foundation of how you eat. Forget losing weight, but just to sustain life. Your body needs real food. It's the source of living, right? It's, it's, it's one of the sources of energy and nutrients and sustenance of life. But just in terms of weight loss, right? And you gaining weight faster than you lose it. The solution is you got to change, like she said, change your expectation, reroute your expectation. You could actually eat anything and still lose weight. The problem is one, you eat too much. And then when you're on your weight loss journey, you're expecting to lose five pounds every week. That's the problem. That's the reason why you feel like um, you gain weight fast is because you're not clear on how this thing actually works. So we have something called the effortless weight loss approach, which says that healthy weight loss is 0.5 to two pounds a week. All right. The effortless weight loss approach says healthy weight loss 
And again, this is data driven. So we didn't just pull this out of, out of thin air, but it's data driven and through research, healthy weight loss is 0.5 to two pounds a week. So based off of that, in a year, you would lose 0.5 a week would be two pounds a month, right? Which would be 24 pounds in a year. And then two pounds a week would be eight pounds a month, uh, which would be 96. Now I'm not a mathematician, nor do I play one on TV, but 96 pounds a year. So within that range of 0.5 to two pounds a week, you could literally lose 24 to a hundred, right? We're just rounding 96 up to a hundred, 24 or 25 to a hundred pounds in a year. How many of you would love to lose a hundred pounds in a year? But you can't because you keep telling yourself that every time that you eat food, that you're gaining weight. And what that does is it builds anxiety and stress. You're stressing yourself out. And then you end up eating more because you stress yourself out. Self-sabotage. You start sabotaging yourself. Now, because you only lose, because you're not giving your credit, when you lose 0.5 in a week and you end up losing two pounds in a month, that's not good enough for you. So you sabotage. It's almost like, so think about money. Let's say that your goal is to make $10,000 per month. What most of you are doing is my goal is to lose 10,000, but I only made 2,000. So here. To make 10,000. So here. I don't, I don't want it. I don't want my two. I don't want the 2000. So you're throwing away the 2000 because you didn't make 10,000. That doesn't make sense. If your goal was 10,000 a month, if you didn't make 10,000, but you only made 2000 or three, would you throw the 2000 away? Would you give the 3000 away and no, say, no. I don't want it? Because that I happens in relationships a lot. That's just that unconditional love again. Your expectation, your expectation You're with somebody and you expect them to do this and that and this and that. And if they don't do it, you're like, oh, I don't know, girl, that's it. And you don't realize that you have so many things that you haven't even discovered or figured out yet until you leave that person. And you're like, oh, that actually was a pretty good and healthy relationship. It just wasn't what I was used to, which is someone telling me that I'm terrible and criticizing me. And that can be from our parents. We're used to that critical Um, Did I get an A plus that mindset of you being perfect, like just love all of the growth, even if it's small. And that's going to take some time for you to undo the critical that your parents have done to you. So just be nice to yourself and you will lose weight faster. Small changes win on this. Small changes make a big difference. And if you want to go slow, move fast. But if you want to go fast, move slow. So the most high told me to tell y'all this. We should be grateful, right? We should be grateful and thankful that we've been provided the ability to lose and undo all of the damage that we've done for the last 30 years in one year. Think about that, right? You could lose a hundred pounds in a year. It took you 20 years to gain it and you could lose it all in a year. All right, be grateful. It's your boy, I be the God. And belly in my Peace. Thank you for listening to Fat Lives Matter. For more tips on easy weight loss, follow us at I Be The God, at Bella Yamaya, and as a family at Black Fit Love on IG. And text Lose Weight Now to 678-506-7543 to download our free weight loss action guide and visit losingweightwithease.com to get our weight loss case study. Peace.